0: Hey, welcome to the Youth Podcast from St. Catharines Church. We hope you're encouraged and inspired. If you would like to contact us more, please email us at info at Well, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Youth Podcast here at St. Catherine's Youth, part of St. Catherine's Church in Dublin, Ireland. And today we are going to be having a conversation about what's going on in our world. Um, We are not hiding from the fact um, that there has been a tragedy um, in recent weeks uh, of the death of George Floyd. Um, If you have not heard or seen it, then you must be living under a rock. Um, But it's been all over social media. It's been all over the news. Um, And this is just another highlight of many tragedies uh, around the world over many, many years um, of the reality of racism. And uh, I want to say loud and clear that racism, unfortunately, still exists, still breeds, is still active. um, And it's it's not just uh, an American problem, it's a global problem. And it's here, it's in front of us, and we need to deal with it and we need to talk about it. And so today uh, I'm taking some time um, to have a conversation um, with a friend of mine, uh, a former young person in our youth ministry who has now come on to be a youth leader, which is really exciting, um, who I uh, really admire and I know a lot of our young people do too, um, for many many reasons um, but today i have debbie on with me how are you debbie
1: i'm great thanks how are you soon? i'm
0: good i'm good thanks for giving up your time to do this no problem um i guess just to get us started um, what would be i guess your initial thoughts um, on what's happening on what you're reading and seeing all across social media and the news
1: It's honestly very distressing to hear about it and to see what's going on. And initially, when it was on the news, a lot of people and myself were like, it's it's another police brutality attack. And a lot of people were upset, and especially myself, and I was upset to see another story like this beyond the news. But then to watch the news, see the whole situation uncovered and see how he was treated and how he was caught on video, that really upset me. And I feel like now it's just been a really dark time for a lot of people, especially myself, because when you look on TV and you see it on the news, It's not just George Floyd, you see. A lot of people will be seeing their cousins, their nephews, their uncles, their fathers, their friends, their brothers. So it is a really emotional and distressing thing to hear about.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, And and I, I want to obviously state right from the beginning that I am in no way saying that i get it or <laughs> i have an understanding of it um i don't Um i am mm. learning i am listening um i'm trying my best um to stand with people that i love and care about um yeah that look different than me and have a have different color skin and um, and so for me i guess it's 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 really important to hear um that that when you when you see something like that you address as someone's family member and someone's son or yeah. nephew or, or or father or whatever it may be and and I even think of you know reading on the, the social media uh, today about you know Gianna Floyd who was his daughter you know saying daddy changed the world which was a really powerful message but he, he changed the world with the cost of his life yeah um, and and that's something people have to remember when they see that and um, yeah but but yeah go on
1: it's it's just very painful and I really feel for the little girl, especially like because one day her father is there and then the next day she because she was like even her mother was on the news and she was talking about the interview and how she found out her father passed away because the little girl she went up to her dad and she was she went up to her mother and she was like daddy's names all over the tv what happened and that's just really emotional and it's just it's really painful to hear and see that little child had to find out that their parent lost their life on tv and has to witness the video being on the news constantly on and on and it just really touched me because even when you're not related to people and it's not affecting you directly i just kept seeing it like another family member another brother or another cousin or nephew or something so it's just it's really touching and it's it's just been really distressful
0: yeah totally and i think you know i want i want whoever's listening to this uh, to know if you haven't kind of figured it out already or you know caught up with a the caption or the image that we use to uh, post this on Spotify and, and Apple and, and even YouTube. Um, you know, Debbie um, has a different color skin than I do. She's a black person. And, uh, you know, that's your family. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about where you're from? And yeah, a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um, my parents are originally Nigerian. They emigrated to Ireland In two thousand and one, and I was born in Ireland in two thousand and one, and we've been living here. Well, my mum's been living here for the last um nineteen years, and I've been here for the last eighteen years with my sister, and and it's just been like it's been good, and I think that like background and like family-wise, like being here. I just thought that like we were welcomed well, so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no um that that's good to hear and um yeah i, I just i just think that's important um, and that, that people recognize um you know 'cause'cause cause i i want to i want to share this, and we wanted to kind of bring this to light as well that you know racism just doesn't exist in america it, it's 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 a global problem and it's it's it yeah. is alive and uh, at work in Ireland. Unfortunately, it is there; it's present, and this is why I think we really wanted to have a conversation uh, is to highlight that um, for others, because you know you you have you've experienced this in some way, and yeah. maybe if if you feel comfortable, you'd you'd like to tell us some stories about about your experience with racism in Ireland.
1: In living here, overall, I, I think it's been a good experience being in Ireland, but there has been the odd time where I've experienced racism, and it's unfortunate because Irish people are very welcoming. And it's really unfortunate to see that there are a small group of people who try to tarnish the image of Irish people and give them a bad name. And I've had a few experiences experiences like even like being in playgrounds and having people call me names because of the color of my skin or being a little child in like primary school and having kids not share with me because of the color of my skin and that's all stuff that happened when I was younger and it's all like little stuff but as you get older you start to see it happen more and more like sometimes even going into shops and having a security guard follow you around when you literally have walked in the door or walking into a room and having everyone turn and stare at you, you know? So it, it can be little things. And just thinking back and looking back at some of the experiences it does really hurt, you know? Because it's it's no lie that people look different and, so, and other people have different skin color. But what does hurt is when that's seen as a target or when the color of your skin is seen as something to make you an outlier in society, you know? And I know it's not as extreme as it is in America here, here but racism does exist and in america your skin color is, is either a death sentence sometimes but over here your skin color can also make you a target of certain things because even when you look at the statistics 32 percent of black people have reported experiencing racism in this country and also one in five black people have experienced um discrimination in the workplace, you know, and it's not just in the workplace it happens on sports teams like I've played basketball matches, and I've had and I've been marking someone you know playing defense on basketball, and I may have like walked in front of someone to block the ball and then they'd walk away angrily and call me a name, so it happens everywhere, and it may be little things, but it does happen, and it is alive. So,
0: yeah, yeah I, I hope whoever kind of has listened to this can somewhat i guess imagine um the, the stories that you're telling us you know i really i feel like it's always important to to get a picture of what that actually looks like and you know maybe in some way then you can actually see that happening in your everyday life um and, and yeah. where, that, where that may where that may come up for you, uh, the listener who is, you know, I don't know what your what your background or the color of your skin is, whoever's listening to this, but you know, I, I do want to make sure that you're aware of it, you know, and and again, Debbie, you know, um, uh, you've heard me say this, but you know, I, I apologize for whatever has happened mm. in the past and what may happen today and what may continue to happen tomorrow, and um, you know, I think all of us need to examine ourselves, and um, you yeah. know, check our hearts. Um, with all of this and you know I think you know a lot of people have been talking about the fact that you know this was brought up in the media um and I think you know uh, Will, Will Smith has this quote you know that racism um what does he say racism is has always been alive it's just been filmed yeah. you know it's just finally been caught on on camera and I would also add to that that I think racism is alive it's just subtle um and pe- yeah. people have to recognize even the smallness you know even the little mutter mud, uh, uh, what's the word um mumble under your on yeah. your mouth about about something like that you know that that, that matters and and you know calling that out and, and speaking on it and you know that has to be what we do we have to be better yeah. we have to do better um in all of this
1: 100 um, percent And one of the things I will take away from my experiences is that in every um, experience I've had with racism, there was always people there to stand up and defend me. People of different races and different backgrounds would still stand forward and say, here, that's wrong, stop that. And I think Mm. what we need, To take from people's experiences, whether black, whether white, whether Asian, people of every race and background. What we need to take from their experiences is that we need to know to stand up and to speak out, and that we need to encourage people to stand up because being silent is just as bad as being like racist. Because if you if you look at like scenarios where where like playground bullying or something and then there's the one person who's bullying then there's bystanders if you're not going to report it, how do you expect change to happen, if you're going to stay silent how do you expect change to happen but when that one bystander speaks up and turns against the bully, there's unity and they're able to fight the problem and stop it so I think that's what we need to see more in society
0: yeah yeah definitely uh, and i and i feel like you know i think it's important to add uh, to what you're saying you know i think we need to find out how we can how we can play our part how we can together you know <laughs> yeah. respond to this i do believe you know uh there is power in unity and i think you know the last few days uh, what's been happening on social media um, is a key factor in all of that, and I think it helps. Um, but I don't yeah. think it's the it's it's the end all be all. I don't think that's that's the full stop. I don't think that's that's all we should be doing. And I think if anyone is is in that mindset that you can just post a picture on Instagram and you know put yeah. a hashtag with it and feel like you're doing your part then you're you're wrong and we need mm. to address that that there's more that we can do there's more to do and i think you need to find um you know the right people uh, the right organizations and um, the right places to either donate to if if you've got funds or anything like that you know you need to find the right places and uh, and that you can do that again if you're a young person this thing it's it's about finding the place that you can serve that you can give time to that you can give energy to Mm -hmm. that you can point people to that's that's the part you need to recognize um and, and all of this and so yeah that just kind of brings me to um one of the questions we were we were we were talking about earlier and you've been helping me out is is how do we educate young people how do we How do we help them find the right resources for all of this?
1: Um, I feel like the best ways to educate yourself is to read a lot of, like, information you can get from reading. Like, there are a lot of really good um, authors who are people of colour, reading their novels and reading their experiences. Like, there's a really good author she amanda Dici, she wrote a book called americana that's really good because she talks about her experiences because you're able because when you read a book from another person's perspective you're you're reading it as if you are that person and you're seeing their experiences and then also listening to people when they speak because it it can happen with little things like a person can tell you what happens and you could be like no way is that true like that's that's a first step to discouragement you're not giving people a chance to say what's happening and to listen and i feel like the best places to get your information is true other people's experiences and looking at especially like checking online pages as well that are anti-discrimination pages online that will talk about the facts and show you evidence on what's going on. So I feel like those are the best places to get information and to educate yourselves. And I also feel like if you if you continue to like keep give yourself an open mind and allow yourself to absorb information that people are telling you, then it's just gonna help you in the long run to stay educated on what's going on and like watching the news and just keeping up to date with the facts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think everything you said there is, is so helpful. And I think, you know, my uh posture um over the last kind of couple of weeks um, in regards to everything I've read and seen and heard, you know, has just been to listen. You know, mm. I think there's so much power in listening. You know, I think often or not, people just want to speak up, have their say, uh, be heard. But I think right now, you know, um, people need to listen and people need to have a posture that says, I want to listen. Yeah. You know, I've called people and I've texted people and I, I, I've, I've been watching stuff all over YouTube and, and the news and just trying to listen and to, to learn. Um, I think that's a great way uh, right now, to uh, to educate yourself. Um, um, yeah. Uh, the second thing is, you know, I was going to say as well is that, you know, in, in St. Catherine's, uh, in our church, anyways, um, uh, it's it's a very diverse group of people, and I, I can say, you know, as the pastor yeah. here, you know, we have a, a very diverse group of young people um, from all different backgrounds, of all color, and it, it is a beautiful picture. Um, of the kingdom of God and, and not just of the kingdom yeah. of God, but of, of, of humanity and how I believe God designed it to be in in his image. And uh, I want to say, I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud that that's who we are. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, and I also with saying that, you know, with saying that I, I would also like to apologize in some way to not talk, to not have talked about this enough in the past. You know, I think, as much as we want to celebrate the fact that we are making advancements, that we are moving forward, that in our small group of young people at St. Catherine's Youth, that there is this picture of all these different varieties uh, and and how God designed it to be. And we celebrate that and we love that. And it's our norm. We still need to point out the fact that in our world, in our everyday world, these guys and girls in their schools, in their streets, Um, as they go into a restaurant are still feeling this pain and reality of racism and discrimination. And I think, Mm. you know, again, I I want to one listen and I'm going to continue to listen and learn as much as I can. But at the same time, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say something and I'm going to, uh, again, I don't, I don't know everything. And I, again, I can't say everything either because I'm not as educated as I should be on this. But at the same time, I don't have to, sit aside and wait for somebody else to come along, I can still play my part. Yes. And I think that's the second thing I'd like our young people to know in our community. Uh, if the color of your skin is white, or, uh, or you, know, um, you know, yeah, if your color of your skin is white, you, you, can still, you can still say something. Again, you don't have to know everything, but you can say something, you can do something, you can add your voice. And and this is also, again, we'll, we'll get to you know being Christian in a moment, but I just also want to state the fact that, again, this doesn't have to be when everything arrives on social media. This has yeah. to be when you're hanging out in the park or you're walking through the shops or and your friend who has a different color skin than you faces this reality of, of being discriminated. Yeah. That's, that's the moment there where you rise to the top. That's the, the moment where you get to speak up mm. and stand up and you get that moment uh, that you would want and you desperately uh, would wait for it. Like when we, when we watch Hollywood movies and we wait for that moment where the superhero comes and he does the big momentous rescue and, and uh, saving, can I just say, yeah. your moment is, is when you're walking down the street with your friend and, and, and somebody says something silly. You, you, that's, when, yeah. that's when your moment is, is going to come. And so I, I want every young 100%. person who's part of our community that listens to this to hear me when I say that. Be ready because they exist in our everyday lives and you need to be part of the solution and not the problem.
1: That's so true. And, it's, and people think that they need... Like, going to protest is helpful, but it's not a need. Donating money is very helpful, but it's not a need. Every little helps. Like, if you have a friend who's being talked about behind closed doors, defend them, speak up for them. Let, let it be a situation where someone is not looked down upon because of the colour of their skin. But they're looked down upon because of the close-mindedness that they have. So that the roles are reversed. Mm. So that we now stand and we have unity with people of minority groups. Because there comes a point where there's so much bad in the world that people's eyes just open and you're like, no, this is enough. And I really feel, and it's unfortunate that George Floyd had to lose his life, but he did not die in vain. I really feel that his death has been a turning point. To to look online and to see all the people marching and standing together, and what really shook me is that countries that wouldn't be too affected were standing up, like Ireland as well. We like police brutality here isn't nowhere near as bad as America, but we still took to the streets and we still stood. Sweden has a really really small. black population and they still talk to the streets and stood up and that's really what we need now because I personally as a black person what I feel is that black people are not expecting white people to understand or know the whole truth we know and we know how hard it can be to understand something you've never been through. We're not asking for empathy because empathy is feeling sorry for someone based on an experience that you have had. But we understand you have not had this experience. We just want sympathy. We want you to have compassion and understand. And this goes for everyone to understand that I may not have gone through this, but I know if I was in your shoes, I would not want this to happen to me. So I'm not going to let it happen to you. Because... Until we stand up and stand together like unity from all sides, then racism is going to still be here. So the more we stand up, the more we speak out, the better chance we have of getting rid of it. Because we don't want to live in a world where our kids' best friend might not be allowed to go somewhere or may have to walk a certain way or act a certain way before they can have the same opportunities someone else had. We don't want to live in a world where certain people only have to run 100 metres to get to their destinations and some kids have to run a kilometre. It's not fair. So that's, that's really all people want, just unity and standing up. And educating others. If you see a really good post that speaks about injustice in the world, if you see posts like that, share on social media. We can't go out during quarantine, but social media is our best friend. To spread stuff, awareness, and educate others, that's the best thing we can do, being an ally.
0: You're so inspiring, Debbie. And Thank you. you no, know, you are, and, and I hope people hear that online. Um, um, yeah, I hope listening to this can, can hear, you know, the fact... That you're so wise for such a young person and um, and you know i'm a an advocate um for for the the older guys like us to listen to young people and to listen to what they have to say i do believe you have something to say your voice is important um, and i thank you that you have took the time out to um to to to, to know your facts um to learn and to um find out the necessary information to help people and um, to find out the right resources and um, to help them um, and again this all comes from a place of your experience and your pain and your hurt and your family's pain and your family's hurt and your friend's pain and, yeah. and your friend's hurt and sometimes it takes that in order to get to a place where you can have a platform um, mm. to share with others um on how to how to deal with things like this um yeah and so thank you for for being willing enough to to share and to, and to say the things that you've you've said we don't obviously want to close this off without um talking about um uh, being a christian uh, uh and all of this and what it means to follow jesus now we can obviously say right from the get-go that that jesus um always stood for justice. Um, he he was totally against any injustice and he will always speak up for those who were the marginalized, who were um, uh, feeling the oppression. Um, He he always have something to say. Um, And again, that goes for, you know, all lives. Um, But I do want to also recognize that right now we're talking about black lives Um, and I I believe Jesus, um, is is in this he, he's 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 present in this and um I think he teaches a lot on it. Um what, yeah. what has that been like for you being a Christian and all this?
1: As a Christian, I feel like the Bible really does give us a good moral grounding and a good structure in faith and everything and i feel like being the manual for life it touches on all aspects of life and society and it really speaks about discrimination and how to tackle it and it's made very clear that we should judge people not by appearance but by fair judgment and i feel like it's something that's not as talked about in some churches i feel like it's something that does need to be spoken about because we come to church as young people and we're taught the way of life and we're educated and we all and we our brains are like sponges we soak it in but i feel like a lot of people try to like um struggle with trying to apply the bible to discrimination in today's world because it hasn't really been spoken about. And I feel that as Christians, we have, we live by Jesus. And Jesus is an advocate for me, for you, for everyone. He's our advocate in heaven. And as Christians, and being the honest people that we are and should be, we have to advocate for the justice that he advocated for back then. And we have to stand up for injustice because I feel like racism is sin. It really, it really is a sin because you're looking at the creation of God. You're looking at God's work and you're deciding what's good enough and what's not good enough. And for, and as God being the impartial person he is, us showing partiality isn't really good and it isn't, isn't a good reflection on what we believe in and what we follow. So I feel like if it was spoken about more, it would really help a lot of young Christians, especially like myself, because I I wasn't too sure about if the Bible talked about discrimination. But when I read it more and looked into it, I saw it and a lot of people aren't too aware of that so i feel like as christians just so that our moral grounding is strong i feel like if we talk about that and really go into the whole loving your neighbor as yourself and applying that to today's world it will really help other people
0: yeah you said it all um right there um and i think yeah i think what you said is that you know we, we need uh, as jesus followers um to mm. point out and to and to address uh, the injustice um yeah. that is happening and you know again like i said before before you um shared just there um that injustice is all around us um whether yeah. it's racism or it's something else it is there and, and we are to call that out. We are to speak on it. We are to, yeah, um, and somewhat play our part. And, you know, one of the things we're trying to figure out, I guess, one as a, as a youth ministry and as a church is how do, we, how do we take steps from here? How do we take social action from here? Um, that, 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 that doesn't just come from the pulpit on a Sunday, um, but, it, but it rolls it into the streets and into everyone's hands and feet um, that they can do something. And, uh, yeah, I'm again, you know i'm I'm excited to see what that looks like. um but I think it needs yeah. to happen fast, and I think it needs to happen quick. And I think as we figure that out, we also need to find ways to uh, participate and collaborate with others and to yeah, um, yeah, and and to and to even donate if we can. Um, you know, I think that makes such a difference. And I'm glad that you know, today and and over the past few weeks that there has been an awareness raised um, around the work that's been done every week, you know, of every year um, by many uh, organizations and movements across the world. And I think now is the time to Uh, to now donate, to give and to show that you want to play your part uh, with those people because they are doing the work. They're doing the work that we need to do. And I think it's important that we, as Christians, play our part um, in all of that. Um, 100%. So so look, um, of course, this probably won't be the end of our conversation on this topic. It'll probably happen again. And again, yeah. and again, and again, yeah. and we're not here to uh, post something on a Tuesday and stop talking about it on a Wednesday. Uh, we, we will continue to yeah. uh, bring this to the surface. We will continue to talk about it as much as we can. And uh, if you are a young person in our community, um, whatever your background, uh, whatever the color of your skin, if you've got questions, if you've got concerns, if you've got things on your mind that you would like to us to journey with you, and help kind of work those things out, please get in touch. Um, you can email me, shane, at stcatchins.ie. Uh, you, you can get in touch through our WhatsApp communities um, by just letting us know on Instagram, we can get you connected there. And um, But we want to do our part, we want to play our part. We will not be silent on something like this. Again, you know, as I close out today, Debbie is an incredible young woman who deserves uh, to have the same worth and value uh, place on her life uh, that I do as a young white male um, in this world. And I think, uh, I, I believe the same for uh, all of my friends who are of different color than me. Uh, I grew up uh, with some of my best friends, um, the color of their skin being black. Um, I have never yeah. saw them as different. Um, have I witnessed racism in front of me? Yes, I have. Have I shown better? Yes, I have. Uh, sorry, have I shown better? Uh, have ha- Should I have done better? Yes, I should have. And I I apologize for not doing it. And I recognize that, um, you know, for me to make a difference and to be part of the solution, I need to speak up and I need to say something. And I am, again, apologizing like I did before um, for the fact that, you know, we didn't call this out sooner, that we didn't make sure every individual feels seen and heard and that their everyday life experience, Mm -hmm. uh, that it doesn't go, that it shouldn't go unnoticed. And um, We should be we should be playing our part to speak on it as leaders and pastors. Um, and so, again, young people, if you'd like to know more, if you'd like to get in touch, if we can help in any way, please, please, please uh, reach out. Uh, with this podcast, we will provide some links for you that you can find some resources uh, like um, Debbie shared, uh, some books and um, some articles, some things on social media and some places that if you wanted to donate or as a family, uh, you wanted to donate we can make that available to you. Um, but for today, um, thank you, Debbie, for being on with us. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having me.
0: You're very, very welcome. And I know we will have you on again um, to talk lots more uh, about this, about other uh, topics and things in our world. Um, but we, we just want to finish this out by saying if you would like to get in touch about anything that we share, please, please do. Um, we're praying for you. Um, praying for the world and we're here uh, to, to to make to take a stand and to play our part uh, we'll, we'll see you guys soon on the next episode, thanks Hey, welcome to the youth podcast from St. Catherine's Church we hope you're encouraged and inspired if you would like to contact us more please email us at info at stcatharines.org